0: everybody, the SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. Insurance is very expensive and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, to so make me one and you'll see why. Text quote to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Everyone knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle all of your automotive needs But they're also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from the small delivery vans right up to the big F750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck, customized for your needs. JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans
1: the SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SWP. It's a podcast always crammed lovingly with sports and whatever, packed up on a daily basis, fired out into the podcast abyss for anyone to enjoy, and you can share it with your friends, of course, that'd be outstanding, and you're outstanding for being here. For all the hoopla the tomfoolery today the nfl concussion protocol seems as wobbly in miami as their quarterback was yesterday they're renaming the lou marsh trophy keep hearing the red blacks have hit rock bottom after their saturday loss it certainly seemed like that but they are in the cfl east after all you're never really out of it in the cfl east and uh lots more coming up today here on the swpr Debut episode for the week. Steve Warren, along
1: with Jim Jerome. Jimmy's in Toronto. How are things, James? Well, Stevie, people need to understand. Uh, I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Good deal. Uh, people need to understand, Steve. How, and and you will appreciate this, of course. Uh, being the brunt of my technical inability. <laughs> how how great it is, Steve, that I came to town. Meaning, there's some, there's there's a few buttons, Jim. You're going to have to push. Before Stevie can get on your laptop, okay, and do the the screen share or whatever it's called, Stevie, how good do I feel that I figured out how to hook up to the internet? It's I bet it's obviously it's working. I'm on air here with you. Yes, you've climbed Everest. It's better than sex, Stevie. It's better than sex when I mm-hmm. actually find the the right uh, the right Wi-Fi and then and then decipher a password and find where i'm supposed to type it into and then hit connect and then and then and then wait with bated breath stevie as the you know the little and then flash connected yep yep oh baby oh, you've come oh, a long way baby stevie yep <laughs> <laughs> that's how good it makes me feel yeah, stevie right. when i when i look up internet uh. <laughs> by the way stevie i'm here all week we're on to something nice no.
0: no i'd say that you're definitely on the right path although i think in our last conversation you were asking me how do i attach this file to this email so you know you've, you've conquered one beast here right. but uh, there's still work to be done there's still work no, to be right. done
1: all right yeah. i'm not afraid
0: of it steve i'm not afraid of it anymore no, it just enrages you. I don't think you've ever been afraid of it. I think you just hate it so, <laughs> it so does. much. Jim Jerome, Mr. Laugh-a-Minute, but the <laughs> second a little bit of technical stuff is like,
1: go, shut up a fucking. So, so you know how bad I am at, at getting injured, Steve, okay? Um, You're really good at it, actually. So I've never liked opening up my laptop, Steve. It's just when I have to do it, I'm going, oh, what the freak's going to go wrong, and mm-hmm. this won't work, and that won't work. And 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 all I ever used this laptop for is is podcasting right Uh, i don't have a computer okay i don't i don't use this laptop for for many things that many other people steve use in their life and uh so so now i'm excited to open my laptop steve for the first time okay for the first time yesterday when i checked into the hotel i said i'm gonna open up the laptop and i'm gonna hook up the wi-fi for the show uh, so Steve, I grabbed my laptop and I opened it up. Steve, and 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 the skin from my index finger, Stevie, was right at the you know the back hinge on the laptop. You know you open you open it and I opened it up flat, Steve, and 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 proceeded to bruise the skin, to pinch the skin. Holy man, have you ever done that? Never. Oh my.
0: (laughs) You're why they have the coffee is hot label. (laughs) Danger,
1: warning. (laughs) It's like I opened it up, you know, stuck, stuck. What the fuck,
0: son of a. Yeah. Nothing more lethal than a laptop, I always say.
1: No, you got to be careful, Steve. They pack a punch. (laughs) Why are you in Toronto again? Well, I was here for an event my my, uh, my my buddy tommy got me hooked into a big event with a bunch of high rollers and they wanted they wanted some uh, levity brought mm-hmm. to the dinner to uh, it's a two day golf tournament at a fantastic course called red tail and uh, one of the guys stevie is from dragon's den one of the one, one of the two brothers that is hosting this event his uh, bruce Croxon is his name you would, if you saw him you'd know exactly who he is and his brother mike and uh they they do wonderful things for charity and they were going to start their first event with a with 30 guys i think 30 or 32 guys and they were all writing big fat checks uh to get them close to 200 grand to to spread out to a bunch of charities here in the Toronto area uh anyway i know i know them i know uh i know mike and uh so he invited me to come in and rip them all apart stevie uh on the on tonight was supposed to be but the weather's so bad they canceled it. Ah. Yeah. He's got they got the they got the it's like 50 degrees here or something. Uh, oh so I suppose it was some sort of MC
0: deposit before you came or anything?
1: No, of course not, Steve. Of course nope. not. You know, there's none of that. So and things are going well for me. So that's okay that I got crushed again on another, <laughs> on uh. another event. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I I decided to come come uh, Regardless of that thing being, because I've got my aunt turning 100 in uh, London. Right. Next Sunday is the celebration. And my kids are coming in and my two sisters, my brother and all that. So I got to, I, I had to saunter on to the greater Toronto area. And right. here I am. Nice. Here I you know, am. you
0: mentioned Bruce Croxon's name. Yes. And, and you said, if you saw him, you would know him. And I said, I don't think so. Not old oh. Stevie. We loves him some pop culture surely uh that's got to be erroneous so i just quickly googled him and i said oh yeah that guy who i lovingly call who i lovingly call the guy from dragon's den whose name i don't know i thought that oh. was his actual name
1: <laughs> everybody will know
0: who brooks I, I that's literally like i know all their names except for that guy and i've seen him a million times so right that, that, yeah he's right. a he's a high roller for sure
1: these are these are, you know, Stevie, someone will uh they'll they'll uh, particularly guys who are kind of impressed by money and success, right? And they'll say to you, uh, you know, sort of a braggy brag, right? They'll be like, uh and by the way, uh yeah, this week I'm going up, I'm going up to uh I'm going up to Frank Gallardo's uh, cottage up in the Muskokas. Right. And and you go, Oh yeah. Yeah, he goes, You don't know who Frank Gallardo is? You know, no, no. And then they'll say, yeah, well, he he owns uh, he owns uh, re, re, recycling Abitibi for goo goo, and you go and you go. Uh, yeah, I never heard. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Right. So, but this event, Stevie. Okay, but this event, right? When I said, send me the names of the guys because I'm going to pick on them, Stevie. That's what they want. Send me the names of the guys or a few of them. Uh, you know, give me as much info as you want. You so I got somewhere to go. It's always fun to know the names, what they're doing. Okay, Steve. Like every company the guy sent me, I've heard of Steve. Their household name's like, yeah, Mike is on Dragon's Den. He owns uh, Lava Life. Mm-hmm. I said, no, he doesn't. Yeah, 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 he does. Okay. Um, or Bruce, sorry, Bruce Croxon. Yeah, the other guy, uh, someone else, he owns, he owns Broil King. Like like yeah. Broil King yeah. barbecues? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he owns that. Oh, you're kidding me, you know? So these, these it's the first time I'm going, good one. Yeah, okay, okay, strong name drops. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to uh, a Tibby Vagugu, Stevie. Okay, not a big, not a well-known company. Okay, Frank Gallardo from a Tibby Vagugu is not, you know, like if you're, you're going to name drop Stevie, make it strong, right? Make it strong. So yeah, no, the Vagugu Anyways. is
0: what makes it really makes that brand name Vagugu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not a, let's, yeah. let's rename the podcast Vagugu. I like that. Vagugu. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't know. So James is in Toronto and the Sens were in <laughs> Toronto on the weekend. There's the he really likes the Vagoogle. I'm for right? Googling.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right, let's get down to business.
0: You're in Toronto. Sens were in Toronto and the Sens split a preseason doubleheader in TO. I think probably, you know, there'd be a couple of things to talk about from that one, and that Jake Sanderson, I think, is going to be as good as build. Man, did he look good. He looks so comfortable. Everybody's relying on him. The, the teams are and the fan base, they're all thinking, okay, Sens D might be okay if this guy can be a top four defenseman right away. And uh, he's going to be a special player. I have no doubt that he's going to be an easy top four for the team this year. But again, they split uh, two games. And uh, the other one was Angus Cruikshank. I thought he had a very good uh, game as well against uh, against the Leafs. It was a 4-1 win for the Sens. Uh, sorry, for the Leafs in game one. win for the Sens in Game 2. Next up for the Sens will be a game in Winnipeg on Tuesday night. Now, moving on, and by the way, Sens Nation podcast, if you want to hear some more Sens chat, but I want to talk about the Lou Marsh Trophy. It has been renamed the very famous athlete that goes to Canada's Athlete of the Year. is getting a new moniker. It's been the Lou Marsh Trophy since 1936. Wayne Gretzky would have been among the recipients over the years. You're... Now, good and great friend again, because you got a text from him last week, so that's huge. Oh, my God, Stevie, he texted me. (laughs) Yes, you love that. Anyway, Uh. so it's no longer the Lou Marsh Award, and the reason they've changed it up is because questions have been raised in recent years whether the honor should be renamed because of some of the racist language used in Marsh's writing. And I guess this would go back to the... uh, Around World War II kind of thing. 30s, 40s, and they decided that they are going to give it a new name. And I think most people think maybe the Terry Fox Awards, something like that. But uh what say you about
1: changing this name? Well, you know what I think, Stevie? Uh yeah, I think they gotta change the name if the guy's if the guy's uh, you know, not characterizing him himself the way the way he should. Um you know what I think maybe, Stevie, down the road going forward that pe- people are gonna be a little more apprehensive about naming awards after people you know uh you know what I mean? they might just look at that and go hey, you know what let's you know unless unless we vetted this person you know through and through thoroughly with full transparency you know, let's let's just call it the the athlete of the year you know even yeah. I don't know pick a sponsor if you want or, or nobody just let's just call it that okay Let's call the Heisman the, the best college player ever. Let's call this, um, you know, top athlete, male or female in Canada. Uh, it's, it's just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, it's starting to happen a little more. On, you know, they were taking statues down there a couple of years ago, right? Um, and, you know, ripping the names of streets down because they found out some untoward shit about people. Uh, on and on, you know, so... Um, Yeah, maybe my answer is yes, you know, apparently this guy had something with some racial overtones that in as a sports, I think it was a sports journalist, right? For for many years. Yep. Um, And then when they looked into it, right? So yeah, you got it, you know, the name's gone, you're done. Uh, And and it's not the end of the world, Stevie,
0: the Toronto star is the one that is uh, in charge of this thing. And has been since day one. And yeah, you're right. The Toronto star athlete of the year. How about that? Yeah, there you go. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And I know there'll be pushback on this, and I agree with you, but there has been pushback on this kind of thing in the name of, oh, come on. You can't go around erasing our history. You know, that's the way it was back then. You're not it's like, well, okay, you know what? I agree with that, but that's the reason we're not mad at the Toronto Star today. Right. Because there's some understanding of that. What this is about is not continuing to honor and celebrate a guy who 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 didn't said all those things, right? So that that's all that's happening here. We're not, we're just not, we're not, nobody's burying anybody for the usage of this name to this point. They're just now moving forward by honoring someone else. And now the Toronto right. star is taking public submissions for a new name for the trophy. Um, and they're going to choose it, I guess, before the 2022 award is handed out in December. Spoiler alert again, right? It's going to be Terry Fox.
1: Oh, okay. There you
0: go. So that's... Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, I'm all good with it. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. What I'm not good with, the way the NFL is handling its concussion protocol, particularly in Miami, Tua Tagovailoa is the Miami Dolphins quarterback, and he exited Sunday's game just before halftime. He appeared to slam his head on the back the back of his head on the turf and then got up and he basically tried to go back to the huddle. He's wobbly, his knees buckle. Two of his offensive linemen looked like they were holding him up. And somehow, some way, he clears concussion protocol, comes back in the game. The Dolphins, as uh, right now the union, I guess, has filed some sort of grievance about the way they handled that. The Dolphins' take on this is that he hurt his back and that his back was just buckling up on that play, which I'm calling bullshit on. What about you?
1: Well, first of all, I, I, no, I, I, I disagree with you. Um, I'll tell you why I looked at it. You showed it to me. I, but I saw it last night. I was watching the sports highlights in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, two things, Stevie, two, two things. The, the main one is I don't think he hits his head that hard. I've, I've looked at it 10 times, okay? He falls back first, and then, you know, his head does hit the ground, but but not the not the usual, oh, my God, head hitting the ground. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. His head does not go snapping hard into the ground, okay? It doesn't, if, if you look at it again, maybe you might agree or might look at it and go, okay, maybe that. So I don't, you know, it, I don't think it hit as hard as, as as I think. So that also makes me believe he didn't have a concussion. And and the way he buckled, I, I fully believe it's his back. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's from a concussion. I've looked at all of it. Uh, um, so um, because if the, if that if that video, okay, of him falling down and falling backwards and his head hitting the ground, if that's enough for concussion protocol, Steve, then I'll show you I'll show you fifteen hits a night in an NFL game, that then we're going, okay, well, that better be concussion protocol.
0: Mike McDaniel said, I think this is the exact reason there are protocols in place. I was with a lot of people, I think. When you saw it, you assumed one thing. You can see from the onset he wasn't happy with the idea of not leading his team to trying to get this win. His teammates saw a version we haven't been able to see, but McDaniel insisted, Tagovailoa, uh, the the issue was with the back, not the head, leading to his re-entry into Sunday's contest. I'm not buying it, but you are, and uh, that's cool.
1: Why is it such a big issue, Steve? If if he is concussed, um, I would think they'd want to protect their quarterback and say, "Well, look, we need we need to keep this guy in shape." Is there some is there some um, rule that that if he is, he has to miss the next game or, or like, so I don't I, I don't get the big stink about all of it. If, whether he says he had a bad back or a concussion, who cares? If he's hurt, he's hurt.
0: The reason they're supposed to be strict is to keep this concept of you're saving the guy from himself effectively because concussions are so serious and, and you know more so than a knee injury. That's, okay, you'll have a sore knee for a little while. And, and even if that ends your career, it's not going to affect your life long-term really. They'll fix right. it up. And uh, they're just being uber careful with concussions. A former NFL player chimed in on this, and I thought kind of was an interesting one. It's a guy named Emmanuel Acho. And he said, regarding Tua, for those saying, well, he passed the concussion test. He said, I passed a concussion test once, finished playing in the game, flew home, drove to my neighborhood, and then had no idea what house to go in, which house was mine. Test or not, the man couldn't walk straight. It's really important to play it safe. And uh, we have since learned that the Dolphins are claiming it was a back situation. And maybe it was, but... uh, To me, it had all the hallmarks of uh, a possible concussion. But, uh, yeah, again, looks can be deceiving. We'll take a time Mm -hmm. out of the program. When we return, we'll get into uh, some more elements of that Dolphins-Bills game, including a butt punt. Never saw a butt punt before. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up after these words. If you're a loyal listener, you've probably heard me on this podcast before. I'm Jared Gerrard, All Insurance Ontario. I'm also a big fan of the show. If you are too, we'll probably get along. Want great insurance rates? Then I'm your guy. Call or text me 801-2659 or check out allins.ca. Ontario, your modern boutique broker. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, you want to make sure it's reliable and not breaking down all the time, then check out Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. At Jim K., they stand behind all the vehicles they sell. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty on your vehicle? And maybe a history report of the vehicle. Low purchase financing rates. 24-hour roadside assistance. Have I convinced you yet? Because that's peace of mind that every buyer is looking for. Jim K. Ford delivers it. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And if you're looking to sell your home, maybe you're in the market to buy a home that better suits you and your family. Or maybe you're keen on an investment property. Well, the Glenn Walton real estate team can help. Glenn helped me sell a home a couple of years ago and provided a great painter, cleaner, even bought new ceiling lights, all to make sure the home was looking its best on picture day. And right now, great deal coming your way from Glenn. Okay, I'm telling you, it's fantastic. I'm not going to lie, I'm scrolling through my uh, computer to make sure I have the right thing. It's a $500 gift card to any store as a closing gift to buyers that work with Glenn's team. Visit glennwalton.com. All right, so how about that Dolphins-Bills game, though, beyond that concussion situation? The Dolphins are now 3-0 and with a 21-17 win over the Buffalo Bills. And one of the weirdest plays you're ever going to see in the NFL, Dolphin punter Thomas Morstead, Lined up a kick from his own end zone. That's always a tricky thing when the punter is back there on the back of the end zone, trying to stay in balance. You're really backed up, and somehow, some way, uh, he kicked the ball clean into one of his blockers, Trent Sherfield. It was tough for the blocker too. Like he wants to get, you know, he wants to make sure his guy's protected, and he's backing up. It's like you can't back up that far. There's not enough room. And the punter absolutely <laughs> destroyed the ball right into Sherfield's ass. I right. thought it was one of the funnier right. things I've seen.
1: Totally, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. He's got the he's got the short field right because he's in the end zone. Yeah, right. Exactly. So have, uh, anyway,
0: same for the quarterbacks uh, as well. Like when they're backed up on their one, and they go back to pass. Every once in a while, you see a quarterback lose track of where he is. A little bit of pressure and just steps out of bounds. And that happened to right. San Francisco's Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. Much to his embarrassment as he gets back in the lineup for the 49ers due to the injury to their starting quarterback. But uh, back to Bills and uh, and Dolphins. Did you see the end, nope. though? The Bills, Bills had like-
1: so many chances to win that game, man. Didn't yeah. They? Am I watching well, the right game?
0: Yeah, right at the end, even. Um, Josh Allen, yeah. he's uh, they're inside the 10-yard line. And, uh, uh, I mean, Allen has been MVP good so far this year. You know, right. through the first two weeks of the NFL season, you'd probably say Josh Allen is your MVP. And there's an opportunity. He's got a guy in the end zone to his right, right near the corner of the end zone, near the goal line. And man, he just threw that ball about 10 yards short, like just threw
1: it right into the ground. Yeah.
0: So weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, He he made a couple of bad passes for sure yeah. in that game.
0: And that, was a, that was a that was just one of those ones that you just don't see pros make. It's Like Thomas Peters, I don't know if you saw that video making the rounds of his weird putt. He's basically I don't know he's he's got a, I don't know it looked like about a you know, thirty footer, and he putted it two feet. I, I I didn't ever thought in a million years that this would be the golf rule. And I bitched about this to you before that sometimes I think the golf is a little too black and white with its rules. I was like, what? How can this? This be a rule. So Peter says this 40-foot putt, he putts it all of four feet, and they they give him a do-over.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, okay. That's what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, why? I could never find out why. Well, the rules allow for it. it what? Allow for what? A
0: do-over in a situation like that. If you have no intention of hitting the ball... Because this is this was the because here's the rules oh, okay. official. Oh, I
1: didn't know that. I thought you're saying it was a, a an attempt.
0: Well, I would argue it was. There's some kid that coughed in the gallery, and he went to stop. He went in his backswing, and then he heard the cough in his backswing. Swing, and he meant to stop, and he made contact with the ball, and it went four feet. Oh, I see. And because the rules say that unless there was a direct intention to hit the ball, he should be able to replay from the initial spot without penalty. Which to me. I don't know if that's a new rule, but that's a massive departure from where I always thought golf was with its rules, that's the great thing about golf. Everything's black and white. Right. Okay. I didn't know
1: that was a deal. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, the other one is, you know, if you hit your ball during a practice swing, you, it, it doesn't count. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure it doesn't. So count. everybody <laughs>
0: makes that joke when you accidentally you're, you're addressing the ball on the tee and you yeah, actually yeah, nick yeah. it and it goes off and everybody goes one ha one, ha yeah yeah so funny yeah, yeah right so funny i yeah,
1: know if you do that uh the other new rule is where if you double hit a chip and stuff like that it only counts as one stroke but um yeah i didn't know that i didn't yeah. know that <laughs> charlie
0: woods you- with a, with a smooth speaking of uh, on the golf front with a smooth yes. 68 with tiger serving as his caddy his son charlie at the uh, age of 13 and a half recorded a 68 on Sunday at Mission Inn Resort in Florida. That's his best score to date at a golf event. Nice bounce back from the 80 he had on Saturday. What a right. loser, an 80-13. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, it looks like, I don't know, Well, how, how good a golfer do you think Charlie Woods becomes?
1: Well, it, it's th- this is going to be totally interesting. So, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Roger Federer, Wayne Gretzky, yeah, uh, you know Steph Curry, yada yada yada, on and on and on. Aaron Judge, you know these these guys who are great players, not great, but the best. You know the goats, Tom Brady. Um, so one of the things, and it was Glenn Sather actually who who had mentioned this one time that people kind of overlook uh, about what else they have to be to be great besides skilled and and a little bit lucky and injury free. Uh, right. And, and then eyes in the back of their head, all that stuff, you know, a, 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 a sixth sense for, for, you know, the, the unordinary, right. When everyone else be yada, yada, yada. But what Sather said is, is how they handle themselves publicly and in the press. Right. Because they are going to get swamped. They're going to get inundated and it's not for everyone. And, and right away yesterday, I thought of that right away. Uh, I've never heard Charlie Woods in an interview. He shot 68. And then they said, and here's, here's the interview that Charlie did right after that. Someone was asking him about it. And there's some quotes from Charlie Woods and, and that'll be the thing, you know, Stevie, that'll be the thing. You know, the kid's going to be, he's got an unbelievable golf. Is he going to be the next great Tiger Woods? Easy now, you know, easy now. Is anyone going to be the next great one, you know, or, or the best, um, But that'll be what what separates them, Stevie. That separates a lot of guys is they just can't take the pressure from the public and the media. And and that kid is awfully young right now for them to be stuffing microphones in his face. Um, You know, I don't know how Tiger did it, uh, how actors do it, you know, but, you know, actors are a little different. I, I don't think there's as much pressure as there is to perform. You know, when when every freaking day and every newspaper and radio and television outlet is, you know, this guy's the best player ever. We're so lucky that we can't wait to watch him again tonight. Can't wait, you know, playoffs and what he's going to yada, yada, yada. That is big time pressure, man. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are, you know. Yeah, and especially uh,
0: 13, a 13-year-old for sure. And this is where the parenting comes in, I think. This is where if it's me and I've got this yeah. uh, wonder kid, wonder kid wonder kid no wonder wonder kind i don't it's, know
1: that- it's, it's in Saint there you go <laughs> in vander Stephen.
0: right right wonder kind it's definitely an n in there anyway um if i have this really good golfer uh, and my, my child's a really good golfer I, i'm not letting them i'm not letting them talk to him you know maybe when you're 17 or 18 and you're playing for you know, U.S. amateur or something like that, then maybe you're forced to go into that mix. But at 13, n- nobody in the media is getting near. And, and you saw it with Richard Williams and uh, Venus and Serena. Yeah. And Richard Williams, did. You know, he was a little over the top as a parent, granted. But one thing I thought that was really well done by him was he would listen in on media and interrupt them all the time. You know, one-on-one. And right. you'd, you'd have Serena or Venus give a perfectly good answer you know, something along the lines of uh, why are you so good, and they they, mm-hmm. they they graciously answer something along the lines of, well, I think I work hard, and I've got some God-gift t- talent, and uh, practice a lot, and uh, you know, I love tennis. Tennis is my life. And then they'll and then they, the the reporter came back with something along the lines of, uh, you know, do you really believe that or something? And and then Richard right. Williams storms in. Okay, she gave you your answer. Why are you making her second guess her, herself at this stage? You know, if right. you got your right. answer, move on. Right. And uh, that's right. that's how it should be with kids. They should be protected by their parents.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, Stevie, don't forget, uh, you know, way back in Mario Lemieux's days and Wayne and and all those other guys I mentioned, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, even back when Brady, you know, it started out. Uh, you think of all the other, you know, the great players in the great sports. Uh the, the internet, Steve, and social media wasn't quite kicked off yet, you know, when, when Jordan and Gretz were around, right? Uh, for example, so the the difference today is how huge, right? Yeah. Like, like in those days, they could say you're not doing a newspaper interview, and you're not doing radio, and you're not going to do any television, right? You've solved the whole problem back in the day, Steve, okay? We're just like Mr. Williams would step in, right? Now it's like, okay, well... First of all, no one does looks at TV, radio, or television. (laughs) You know, they just go to social media, Mm -hmm. right? So it'll be. I I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't harm the kid. You know how how he's going to handle that though. He would have it big enough, Steve, without being a big player with his dad, who he is. Right, right. It's going to be, you know, enough pressure all day long. Right, you know, if this poor kid shoots. You know he does shoot that eighty, and all of a sudden they're you know at twelve years old they're going oh okay. What's what do you mean oh okay, oh I see okay he's not going to be like his yeah right yeah no right. he may not be like his dad okay nor will thousands of billions of other golfers who come <laughs> along right they're not going to be like Tigers, so give me a break. There's a lot Go of pressure
0: ahead. on the uh, there's a lot of pressure on the rank and file PGA player who has a son who also golfs. This is right. the greatest golfer who has ever lived as your father so. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're not right. going to be as good as your dad.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know whether Wayne would ever admit it, but I think there was a sense of relief for him that his kids were not hockey players. You know, I, 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 I can't speak for him, but I can say this for him. He was okay with it. Right. He was fine with it, you know? And, you know, I don't know about LeBron. I think, you know, it's his, is his kid coming up to play and, um, and his and, and viewpoint, you, you know, John Daly's kid, right? The camera's been on him a lot the last couple of years, right? He's got the, the crazy swing like his dad. Beautiful golfer. So we'll, we'll see. We'll yep. see.
0: Uh, closing it out here today. Just a couple of notes. Uh, as expected, the Americans won the Presidents' Cup. Uh, they uh, got the international. He's had a few points in there. They, they weren't uh, weren't as bad as they were on day one. And uh, we did say Taylor Swift might be the next headliner for this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, that you when we it? said did we set yeah when we said that no we didn't nail it uh, it's actually gonna be oh. Rihanna Rihanna is going to be the uh, next so, I don't know what yeah It was all these I reports
1: want I want Taylor Smith
0: or what's her name you love Taylor Swift. Smith
1: I love Taylor Smith I want, she's the best yeah, I gotta sell Taylor call Smith, call Smith call golf clubs no. <laughs> <laughs> ah Smitty uh, too bad too bad yeah. Stevie by the way uh the, the internationals were looking like they were gonna get whomped uh, after the first day right they go they lose what they lose four one yep so and then they get down by so they're down by three then they're down by four then they're down by five I think it, they actually kind of hung in there yeah uh you know they lose it's 30 points is up for grabs. you need 15 and a half to win outright I, I think 15 if you ter- if you if you do tie you retain the cup yada yada uh, and they, so they win 17 and a half only, Steve. Yeah. The, the, America only gets two more points than than the the, the minimum, you know. Um, so a couple of things here, Stevie. One is uh, everyone's saying, well, the international team, you got to give them a break because they're missing Cameron Smith, Joaquin Neiman, Abraham Answer. okay, would be the next three really good guys. So everyone's going, you know, you got to be fair to the international team, okay? So they are going to get crushed because they don't have their three guys. And I go, well, wait a minute. Let's have a look at the American team. No Dustin Johnson. No Bryson DeChambeau. No Brooks Kepka. Okay? No wh- whoever else is over there right now. So the the Americans were not, they were a little depleted as well, folks. So uh, I, you know, I, I wanted to see an international team comeback. I love, you know, I, I I know Mike Weir. I, I love him. i I'm a fanatic golf fan, uh, and they did they did pretty well, you know. Uh, but but both pe- both teams did not have the best people there. So right, don't you know? Take take it easy. That the Americans should have just crushed them hands down. You know they they played well, they played well, but but they didn't walk away with the thing. Man, they did not right. walk away with it. So anyway, both teams are but- depleted. Agreed.
0: Very good. That will do it for today's show. Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. Lots of cool stuff there. Our contact information, if you want to contact us, please do so. If there's some things you want to hear us talk about on the program or you have any reaction to what we said on the program, stevewproject.com. James, I'll leave you to your squeaking over there. I knew it. I knew it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. We'll
0: see (laughs) you.